welcome in on this snowy Wednesday, depending on where you're at in the state of Wisconsin anyway. Not much of a snow, kind of a, a slickery outside, but not bad at all. Welcome, hopefully you're safe. I know there's a snowpack in the northern uh, area of Wisconsin, but uh, getting a little bit of it here in the southeastern portion and the south-central portion of the state of Wisconsin, but... Not nearly what could have hit us, what's going through from about Chicago to Indianapolis. They're getting just pelted with snow right now. But beyond that, uh, good morning to all of you. And uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday while we were on the air. And, and you know, when Ben Kenny was saying, hey, we're going to talk a lot about this tomorrow and get it all together. And, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it, there's a lot to nosh on here. And I got to tell you, uh, now I've been up. Uh, I've been up since about, uh, it was actually 4.06 when I woke up this morning and couldn't go back to sleep. So pardon the voice. and it, Maybe we're just giving it back and forth to one another. Kristen was here, and uh, she was sick over the weekend. And uh, I think uh, I, I got what she had. And it's, you know, the head congestion, the throat drainage, you know, the feels like your face is made of cement and such, and it is what it is. But anyway, that being said... Uh, welcome into the program. Glad to have you. Uh, by the way, Andrew says, send some snow up to Eau Claire. No snow in Eau Claire? Really? I thought there would be. There'd be all kinds of snow up in that area. Angela, good morning to you and everybody on the Bud Light live stream. Uh, ben Kenny hanging out today. We've got Pete Doherty today, Bill Huber today from SI. And uh, Ben, you've got, uh, you're all giddy because there's golf news and stuff going on. Aaron Rodgers is playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and you know, Rory McIlroy is is going off on Patrick Reed, who's suing everybody. So, which is, you know, anytime you get embroiled in a good golf scandal, you you just sit there and roll your hands and salivate over it. So that made your morning, I'm sure, right? I am entertained, Bill. That's how I'm feeling today. Just okay. genuine entertainment from all angles. And yes, I, I do think the biggest news to come out of Rogers McAfee thing was the fact that he is playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. That's the biggest thing to come out of it. Well, to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And a drop nice. where he says he's offended. That was good. Okay. Good stuff. Well, you know, I'm 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 liking it. Uh we got a lot to get to. Um it, when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers stuff. And I know you're probably rolling your eyes going, "Oh god, are you kidding me?" I'm offended. No. Yeah, I'm I'm no, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. So, I woke up today though, uh, and not when I started thinking about this at, you know, 4.06 this morning. But and I had a meeting at Saturday. Let me back up. I had a me- early meeting today. We were down at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and I had an early breakfast meeting. And because of the snow, uh, there was there was like four or five people that were in this meeting. And uh, they're coming back as a sponsor for the motorcycle ride this year. So we were talking about some of the details because we're getting ready to make an announcement. And... Um, they, uh, you know, a couple of people that were supposed to be there uh, didn't get here early. I don't know if, uh, for those of you that follow the the weather and the roads in Milwaukee, there was a semi-truck with 40,000 pounds of paper that overturned on one of the uh, one of the ramps, and it shut the ramps down in both directions from 43 to 894. And so traffic was just a mess this morning. So a couple of people were coming from that area, so they didn't make it right away. So a 7 a.m. meeting turned into an 8.30 meeting, and I got to be on the air at 10, so I had to get out of there at like 10 after 9 to kind of battle my way through traffic to be able to get home to have at least 15 minutes to spare to come in, 
grab a glass of water, come upstairs, and turn all the equipment on. So that's that's kind of the way it was. Anyway, so I'm sitting here driving in this morning, and I'm I'm listening to all the radio, all the radio conjecture. I'm listening to Sirius. So there's Barstool Sports, there's Fox Radio, there's ESPN, there's there's all the different uh, you know talking points NFL. So I'm just flipping around this morning, and I'm listening locally, and. It's it's like people have flipped from believing Rodgers is coming back to believing Rodgers is being traded. I saw what Andrew Brandt tweeted out too, by the way, where he now Andrew Brandt said that this was going to be a a divorce years ago, and he just believes it's coming sooner rather than later. And he believes that this is it, um, just because he kind of knows the way the Packers operate, and he's actually surprised they ran it back this long, you know, to take another shot at it. But what Rodgers said yesterday. I thought this was a rather poignant remark when he talked about his contract going forward. Take a listen to what he had to say. But is the contract like something that you have to think about in this whole thing? I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it it would definitely, definitely things would have to shift. In other words, that would be when he says things would have to shift, that means he he's talked about restructuring. He's talked about voidable years. He, he's talked about kind of giving some money back and making it more acceptable for the Packers. Now, he didn't quantify it, by the way. I know Schefter went off and everybody started texting. Did you see what Schefter said? Stop. Schefter was also the guy that was guaranteeing Aaron Rodgers was not coming back. Now, remember, Schefter's agent is Aaron Rodgers' agent. So there might be some some smoke to the fire here. So I understand that. I'm not negating it completely. But Schefter made it sound like, well, for him to come back, that if he has to go somewhere else, he'll make it a, a better contract so they can make a trade earlier. So it doesn't cripple the Packers. Whereas I listened to that, and all I kept thinking was, he knows he One, if you ask for guys to come back and you don't have the money to pay them, you don't have the money to pay them. And two, he knows he needs another veteran wideout. He knows he needs a little bit of help, right? So he's willing to restructure and do some things in voidable years and whatever uh, to go on down the road. Now he talks about actually meeting with Brian Gutekunst and his future. Uh, I wouldn't say that happened in the conversation. No, I don't think that would be a proper representation of it. I think it's more just living in the reality of, of what is. And what is, is they drafted uh, my replacement. And if I didn't win two COVID MVPs, this conversation probably would have happened earlier. But in a year where I'm not going to win MVP, uh, it allows for all the different conjecture. Um, is Jordan ready? Is it time to move on? Uh, the Packers have had this uh, interesting um, uh, view on personnel from conjecture from outside the building that it, it's better to move on a year before a guy is done than a year after. And is that the, is that the mindset uh, for them deep down? Now as an organization, they're obviously not going to say any of that. Um, why would you? There's not a whole lot to be won. And, and often, unfortunately in times, as uh, you know, was mentioned by Mark Murphy last year, you know, uh, in a situation where there doesn't need to be sides, there can be sides that are drawn. Like, there's not sides here. It's not me against the Packers. You know, it never was me against the Packers. It was 
a strong desire to be a part of some meaningful change uh, in an organization moving forward. And I feel like we, you know, because of some of the conversations that we had, there was some there was some good movement on that. And I'm I'm proud of some of the things that uh, that seem to change. And I think there are important things that long after I'm done playing that that are going to be important for the organization to continue to embrace. Um, and and I think that's the the beauty in the relationship that we've cultivated is some great conversation and some real honest and direct conversation. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm open to all honest and direct conversation. And if, if they felt like it was in the best interest of the team to move forward, so be it. You know, that doesn't, that, again, that doesn't, that wouldn't offend me. That wouldn't, uh, you know, make me feel like a victim. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any animosity towards the team. I love the team. I love the organization. I love the city. I love the region. You know, I'm a minority owner in the Bucks. Like, I'm going to be a part of the region long after I'm done playing. Like, I have, I have a lot of love, uh, a lot of love for what's going on in Green Bay. And I'd love to finish there. I would. And, and uh, I might have finished there. You know, who knows? You know, when I talk about my future, I don't talk in any cryptic terms. I'm pretty direct about how I feel, and I am taking time with my decision. And I am, you know, not, you know, egomaniacal in a sense to think that, uh, you know, I should be able to play wherever I want as long as I want. There's two sides to this. There you go. There's a lot there. But a couple of things he said that caught my ear. One is, I, I th- he sounds like a guy that wants to come back. He sounds like a guy that wants to come back. He sounds like a guy he, who's backed off a lot of what people, the conjecture that the Adam Schefters of the world put out there, the Peter Kings of the world put out there, that others that have not really talked to him have put out there, He's basically saying, that's not me. I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm not thinking that. I haven't even made a decision to come back. But he sounds like a guy that wants to come back. He keeps talking about when he comes back and then says, I haven't made my decision. He backs off of that. That's the only thing he's doing. All the other stuff where he, he made these hard, seemingly what we thought were cryptic hard stances, he's backed off of. He's backed off all of that. You know, um, you know, when, when, like Steve says, you know, poor Aaron, does he feel, you know, slighted? No, he is. As a matter of fact, he said the opposite. He said he feels empowered because a lot of the things have gotten better. The conversation has gotten better. The coaching has gotten better. The front office has gotten better. He would make concessions to come back and play. He wants to play. And then he went and said what a lot of people finally wanted to hear. It's like, I just want to be a green. I want to finish my career in Green Bay. I think he genuinely wants to come back. I've said it before. I'll say it again. So when he comes back, you know, if he doesn't come back or he asks for a trade, then you can say, Bill, you were wrong. But I said from day one, he's coming back. And it's not just for the money. I think that I go back to a conversation I had with him years and years and years and years ago. He wanted to be the most decorated in the Super Bowl era, the best, most decorated quarterback. Super Bowls, numerous. MVPs, numerous. Best statistics, all of that. He wanted to be the best. And his legacy's on the line. I, and he's, he's already accomplished the majority of what he wanted to do. He's just got that one elusive Super Bowl. I, I'm just telling you, I, I really believe I, he's coming back. 
Now, he did discuss the possibility of him playing in another uniform. Take a listen. I've never been a free agent, um, which is pretty wild. I've never gotten to the end of my contract. So to even think about being in another uniform never really crossed my mind just because I was uh, I got a second contract in my fourth out of fifth year, five years. Um, and then each successive contract was with at least a year left on the deal. So there was never a time where you're thinking like, oh, I might be another uniform. And I've just never thought that way. You know, even when Jordan was drafted, I thought that might be a possibility for sure. I might not finish in Green Bay. Uh, then I won two COVID MVPs. And it, you know, obviously seemed a lot less likely. Um, but you never know. I mean, anytime there's a situation where change is possible, what's the old adage, you know, that people want to say, oh, the grass isn't always greener, you know, on the other side. And I always say the grass is green where you water it. And I think that's the most important thing to remember. Uh, change is, is a part of this business. It's a part of life. And I think being open to it and embracing whatever that change looks like is an important part of coming to peace with whatever decision lies lies ahead of you. And I think that's the most important uh, kind of peace I want to get to is um, mentally feeling good about uh, where I'm at. If I want to hang it up and, and do that, uh, having the peace to do that, if I want to keep going, um, understanding all possibilities that are involved. So I, I don't think there's any doubt He's never thought about going to another team. I mean, maybe there's been a fleeting moment back when, uh, you know, the 49ers called on that draft day a couple of years ago. But for the most part, I don't think he's ever really thought about going to another team. It, it, he sounds, it sounds like when they drafted Jordan, it, it bothered him at first. He's lived with it now. And don't forget, Brian Gutekunst emphatically at the podium in his postseason presser said, we'll deal with things later on down the road, but right now, Aaron gives us the best chance to win. He said it. It's out there. It's on record. He was emphatic about it. He didn't dilly-dally. He didn't say, well, we'll see, you know, both both quarterbacks are, you know, capable of winning games. Or, you know, he didn't go any. He said, Aaron Rodgers gives us the best chance to win. That's it. Period. We got a little bit more when we come back. Stay tuned. Hey, don't forget, coming up tonight, we are going to be on the road. We're going to be at the New Berlin Owl House. I know it's snowing. That's okay. The snow is going to be pretty much done by then. Come on out tonight, New Berlin Owl House, 6 to 8, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They've got specials. They've got giveaways, all kinds of good stuff tonight. Join us, the Bill Michaels Huddle, out again on the road, the second to last one of the season. Don't forget, though, as well, coming up on Friday, special broadcast, we're going to be in Grafton, Wisconsin, at the Stillery. Right there on Wisconsin Avenue, uh, on the corner of Wisconsin, and I think it's 12th Street. Come on by, and uh, that is going to be a, a regular show. Our show broadcast is going to be there. Doors open up at 11 a.m. Lunch is going to be served. We're going to have all kinds of good stuff. Whatever you want to eat, come on in. We're not giving it away. Just uh, they're serving lunch. But uh, come on in. There's going to be some Bud Light specials. Take the day off. Take a half day. Work in the morning. Come out and join us. And then uh, we got a special guest, which we'll announce tomorrow on the program who is going to join us live and in person. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. But we're going to be there coming up on Friday. That's also brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. And we're giving away a 55-inch big screen TV right there that day to those people who show up. So all you got to do is walk in, get a registration slip, stuff it in, and you could be one of, I don't know, 20, 50, 100, whoever, how many people show up? Well, you're walking away with it, walking out the dough. That's it. So uh, that's coming up on Friday at the Distillery in Grafton. You're going to hear more from Aaron Rodgers coming up next. 
Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Purchase a new home, get fast pre-approval, get it from my preferred lender, my guy, Scott Ellis, Homeside Financial. Give him a buzz, 414-791-7771. I used him for my mortgage and my refi, for that matter, and he did an outstanding job. And they have a a 2-1 buy-down right now where you can get uh, an interest rate as low as 4.5%. Aha! Now your ears perk up, right? All you got to do is call. Check it out. 414-791-7771. Scott Ellis and his team, they're fantastic people. But, yeah, right now with the interest rate being what it is, he's the guy you give a call to. 414-791-7771. If you're, because everybody starts looking this time of year. And then in the spring, you're either buying or selling or refinancing and, He's the guy that can help you out. You can even go as uh, as low as 4.5%. I kid you not. I kid you not. Uh, 877-867-1670. So I want to get back to this real quick. And then I got two things that I want to hit you up with. There's two polls that I want to uh, I want to go over real quick. So Aaron Rodgers, the last thing that uh, we got for you after we kind of nosh on all of this, talked about retiring as a Packer and his connection and what he feels about the organization in Green Bay. When I think about that thought, because it's important to, to understand that, to have some peace with that, because there is a lot that's out of your control, um, it's not with any malice. It's not with any animosity. It's with complete gratitude for an incredible organization that's done a ton for me. I've been there 18 years. I have lifelong friends in that organization. I have lifelong memories. I've made some of my closest friends in my life because I was drafted by the Green Bay Packers and they paid me multiple contracts and had amazing success and met some just really special, special people. So why would I have any animosity toward that, you know? And on the flip side, I hope there wouldn't be any animosity if that was a decision at some point because I have nothing but love for the fans and the and amazing people I've met over the years at different events and out at fresh time at the grocery store or at Barnes & Noble picking up some books or whatever oh. it might be. It's a it's a beautiful, a beautiful town. So... Um, you know, I think there's there's been uh, a, a lot of a lot of fun dreaming about retiring as a Packer because there's something really special about that. But if the competitive hole is is uh, still needs to be satiated and and it, it's time to move on, then I, you know I hope everybody would uh, would look at that with uh, a lot of gratitude and not any uh, resentment or even on the flip side, you know, yeah, let's get rid of this old guy. Like it's you know it's time to, time to move on. I hope there's some gratitude on on both sides if that happens. But again, uh, that doesn't that doesn't uh, open you know the door for any really conjecture. Honestly, on my side, and I'm not saying that to be cryptic. Um, I got to figure out what I want to do, and then uh, you know we'll see uh, we'll see where all the parties are at, and and uh, and what kind of transpires after that. There you go. Everything you wanted him to say, what we talked about last week into this week, he said. The only thing he didn't say was, I'm ready to go. Let's go. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. 
That's it. Now, Ben, do you believe he sounds like a more relaxed, more enjoyable, more ready to come back Aaron Rodgers? Do you feel like he's laying all the groundwork to say, hey, I'm not here anymore. I love you guys. Uh, Thanks for all my years there in Green Bay. I'm out. Well, it sounds like he is laying the groundwork and sounds positive towards coming back to football in general compared to maybe this point in previous off seasons, whether that's with Green Bay. I still think it's likely that it is. And I think he still kind of wants it to be. But I do think there is some language there. If the Packers choose to move on, the groundwork could be laid for an amicable divorce. And I've seen some point that out. But that I think he wants to put it maybe outside of his hands to show that it is the organization making that decision. Right. I I still go by what Brian Gutekind said. Aaron Rodgers gives us the best chance to win. And if Rodgers himself, when he said I would be he knows he needs to make some adjustments to the contract, he didn't say what, but he talked about everything from restructured, avoidable years to this and that. And your ears perk up and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. This guy's willing to give some money back to come back for a year. You do this. You get what you need. You run it back. I think that's what he wants to do. I think that's what he wants. He knows that this is it. This, this year is probably going to be the last year because the Packers got to make a decision on Jordan love and they're not going to pay two quarterback, two quarterbacks, you know, $20 million a year to the tune of 40 or $50 million. Uh, the the following year. So he, he probably knows this is it. So you take another shot at it. You take another shot at it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, I, this, this guy's, I believe this guy's coming back. I've said it from the beginning. He's coming back. I just get the feeling just from being, from what I know, and what I've been told and the people I've talked to, I get the sense that, yeah, they're not going to beg him to come back this time, but they're also not ready to just kick him to the curb. That they know. they, they This was a bad year. This this was a bad year. Um, you know, it may not work out, but they all want to run. They all want to want to lock arms and run it back one more time. I just get that sense. And this was that that glimpse, I think, into that. That he's like, yeah, I want to come back. I'm, I'll, I'll let you know sooner rather than later. I'm, I'm going to come back and I'm going to go play some golf and have some fun. And then I'm going to come back and I'll be locked in, ready to go. But that's what I believe. You know, I, I just, I get that feeling. Now, here's two things. From yesterday, you've got eight minutes left to vote. Our poll question from yesterday. Saying, Packers fans, it's simple. Do you want the team to keep Rodgers or trade Rodgers? And you know my opinion on all of this. So uh, I thought it would be like when I woke up this morning, I thought it would have gone up because yesterday we, when we left the airwaves, it was 76% uh, wanted to see Rodgers traded. It came down. It's 68.1 with 3,687 votes. You can find it over on Twitter. Just find me on Twitter. Scroll down a couple of, uh, couple of posts, and you'll see it right there. It's the poll question. You still got about seven minutes to vote. Uh, 31.9% say keep them. The majority of people that started to vote wanted to qualify it. I'm like, no, just in general, do you want to keep them or trade them? It's that simple. Well, how? what are we getting for them? I, that's not it. That's like going to the witness stand and the, and the lawyer says, answer yes or no. 
you know, and then they say, is your name Ben Kenny? And you're like, well, technically it's Ben. And just yes or no. Just yes or no. Well, but I, I got to tell you, uh, my former, yes or no. Well, it's Benjamin. They, there you go. That's what I'm saying. That's what people, all, everybody wanted to do. Well, you know, if it, if they change code, if Nathaniel Hackett was, that's not it. Just simply yes or no. Trade him or not trade him. That was it. Because we were the, the question was posed by a listener who said he's just tired of the, the back and forth. That was it. There was no qualification on it. Otherwise, I would have written that in there. That's it. Now, a second poll question has come to light. And, Ben, uh, you have that, right? From uh, from New York. Correct me if I'm wrong. On WFAN? Correct. It's Evan Roberts, who I believe is a big Jets guy. I think one of the biggest Jets radio hosts there in the uh-huh. city. The question is, who would you rather have at quarterback for the Jets in 2023? And it had a disclaimer of what they would give up. It was either Brady trading no picks, Rodgers trading two first-rounders, Lamar for three firsts, or Derek Carr for one first. And the results where we sit now, uh, and it's been 21-ish hours since he posted it, 32.7% leading, saying they would rather have Rodgers trading two first-rounders. And there the rest are around 20%. There you go. They would rather have Aaron Rodgers over Lamar Jackson, which I don't blame him over Lamar Jackson. Derek Carr, does, he shouldn't even be in the discussion. Tom Brady, man, he, he's everybody saw what he did this season. Rodgers is the logical pick. Rodgers is the logical pick. and But two firsts, I, I still think that might be a little bit high. But, you know, hey, who am I? Uh, 877-867-1670. Now, after all of this and all you've heard, I'm now going to say, now what do you think? Now what do you think? It's the softer, gentler side. I love you guys. I love the organization. Uh, I'm ready to come back, but I'm not ready to come back just yet. I'm not going to make that announcement just yet, but I'm even willing to give some money back or restructure my deal. Uh, I'm I'm willing for all that. I'm willing for all that because he's heard it. When he was in Green Bay, he's heard it. If he didn't hear it on this program, he heard it on other programs where people just said, if it wasn't about the money, and you say it's not about the money, why'd you take all the money? Why'd you cash strap this team? So now it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, I'm willing to give some money back. I'm willing to do some other things. He knows he needs some help. If you're going to run it back, you got to run it back and do it right. So you tell me. You tell me. What do you think? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. We're going to take your phone calls. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Just to see the article that after I don't know how many years, decades, decades in business, uh, our guy Joey Albanese and Albanese's Roadhouse in uh, Waukesha coming to an end in March. I think it's March. Um, so if you're going to, you know, you're hearing it. So if you're going to have any time to go out and see Joey, say hi to the family. You know, I mean, I, you know, they, they kind of closed down the, the state fair shop and uh, got rid of that property. And then his dad had passed away and. He just said, you know what, it's time. It's just, you know, dad started it, and it's been a great business. It's been a great family business, but it's time. So Albanese's Roadhouse on Blue Mound Road in uh, in Waukesha, they're coming to an end. And he's been great as a sponsor. He said it's it's the, the business has been great. It's just, 
running it pretty much by himself, and he, it's just time. He just wants to go back and enjoy the rest of life. And so kudos to kudos to him. That, that's just awesome that uh, that he's had that long of a run. But uh, Albanese's Roadhouse, stop in and wish him the best because uh, it is coming to an end, a long tradition in the Waukesha area coming to an end. 877-867-1670, Um. I want I want your opinion. We now we've heard all of Rogers' comments. Did anything he said, the way he said it, what he said, talked about legacy, talked about coming back to the pack, talked about well, if the Packers want to move on, you know, he's he's okay with that, but he feels like he really wants to end his career in Green Bay, never thought about playing in another uniform, willing to give some money back. It sounds like there has been in a in a week this transformation of a, a softer side of Rodgers. And in that interview, in case you didn't catch it yesterday, he also said, look, I'm not, you know, when he talked about all those players, he talked about, you know, Randall Cobb and Big Dog and David Bakhtiari and and uh, Robert Tanyan and Lazard. And he said, look, I'm not standing on a table yelling that these guys have to be back. That's that's not, I'm not, you know, pounding the, the stake into the ground. He just said, I would love to end my career with those guys. You know, some guys may not even want to come back. But he just said, look, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, you know. But he said that they're, they're coming back or not coming back does not affect my decision. So all of that, all of that is going on. Do you feel different, the same thoughts on all that was said? And I'm now turning it over to you, 877 877- 867-1670, That's the phone numbers. If you want to find us on Twitter, do so at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find us there as well. If you want to hit us up on the Facebook fan page and chime in, you can. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. You can chime in on the Bud Light live stream, whether it's on YouTube or on Twitch TV as well. You can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Plenty of ways to get a hold of us. So give us a shout. Would love, love, love to hear your comments today. I think uh, I think it's rather pertinent. Uh, the other question. Now, Ben, you have another question regarding all of this, right? Well, when we talk about that poll from New York and what the fans there think, and, and they're starved of good quarterback play, right? So they might be more right. desperate than the team. But would there be a price if you are still on the you-cannot-trade-him train, if you will? Is there a price that you feel is impossible to say no to? Would two first-round picks be the difference? Where if you get that, you just have to do it. Um, yeah, um... That's a great question. If he wants, now let's just say you, what you're saying is, say he says, I'm, I'm ready to come back. I want to come back. But the Jets call and say, hey, we'll give you two first round picks and a player. Do you then have to do it is what you're asking, right? Correct. Yep. Man. Um, I kind of think you do. I think at that point in time, you'd, you'd probably talk to him about what would be what would be good? Um, yeah, that's that's a great question. That's a great question. I, boy. Whew. 
I think you'd probably have to. Then again, I always say, I you know, I, I don't want draft choices over proven commodity. It depends on what you – how much is he giving back? I mean, that's the other thing. How much is he giving back? You know, is he giving – you know, is he giving back a bunch? Is he not giving back much at all? You know what I mean? So if that's the case, I you know, I don't know. I I don't think I would. Uh, God, it's so hard. Because once you say goodbye, it's goodbye. You know what I mean? Once you say goodbye, it's goodbye. That's a good question. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. 877-867-1670. I got tons of people chiming in on the Bud Light live stream. Uh, so if you want to, you know, want to give us a shout, by all means do so. Uh, Jason says, Gudikins did not say that Rodgers gives you the best chance to win. When he stated uh, he's a four-time MVP, big difference. No, he did say that. He absolutely did say that, Jason. Yes, he did. He was asked about Rodgers coming back and about go moving on to Jordan Love and such, and then he talked about, yes, uh, he said, you know, well, we'll deal with that when we get there, but, you know, we go with what gives us the best chance to win. He, he Yes, he did. He absolutely said that. Because I made it but not once but twice. Yes, he did. Uh, Manko uh, says uh, Rodgers definitely going to take a pay cut to stay in Green Bay. I I think so. Also says uh, trade love for a really good draft choice. Now, what happens if that happens? Let's say you can lock Jordan up, Jordan Love up right now. You make that decision to lock him up. Would you say trade him to the Jets if you get a number one for him? Ben, would you do that? Hmm. Uh, Honestly, no. And maybe I'm blind to what I think he could be, but... I think one of the worst situations you could find yourself in is if he goes and wins a Super Bowl or two with another team. That and that which would be a very real possibility. My my buddy Justin brought this up to me yesterday. He texted me and he said, "Hey, here's the issue. Think about this. Suppose Rodgers does go to another team, okay? And let's say he was going to come in this year and be all in with the Packers, but he goes somewhere else and he shows up." For OTAs, he's got to get in there early and start working with new coordinators, new coaches and such. So you know he's going to be in there. He's going to be enthused. He's going to be wide-eyed going into that situation. He's going to walk in as the king wherever he goes, right? And he goes in and say it's the Jets, and the Jets pick up a couple of pieces. Their defensive line is good. They pay Rodgers because they got money, and they win a championship. How pissed will people be? First of all, the people that said he can't win will be wrong. And how pissed will people be? And I think that's part of what the fear is regarding uh, regarding the Packers. Because when you got rid of Favre, you knew what you had in Rodgers. You, you saw it. You saw it. I know there's other guys out there that say, well, they didn't really know. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's back when I was covering the team on the daily. Yes, they did. Absolutely, they did. I had a conversation with Mike McCarthy about it. Yes, they did. I sat up there at FanFest and sat with Ted Thompson as we talked about it. Ted told me the whole story about him sitting uh, alone in his condo in the dark and thinking about how he was ready to get rid of, you know, he was really actually pulling the trigger on trading away Brett Favre. 
And then after the mics were off, he leans over and he says, but we knew what we had in Aaron. We knew Aaron was great. We knew it. They knew what they had in Aaron Rodgers. So I think right? the, the variable, if that situation happens with the Jets and Rodgers, the question is how good is love during the season with the Packers? Because if he shows the ability to be the next guy for the long term, I think it might be a lot easier to sit with. Um, let's say, okay, let's say they do this, though. What happened? Throw, throw the worst-case scenario out. Say they do trade Rodgers and love fails miserably. Then what? Draft Caleb Williams. Old. Then I also think that that is part of, I don't want Caleb Williams. He's a jackass. Good quarterback, but he's a jackass. He's already a jackass. Put him in the NFL. <laughs> he's Kyler Murray on steroids. Did you see the way he acted playing for USC this year? I was glad he wasn't a Badger. I got to watch him down the stretch two or three games, and I'm like, I, I he's just an ass. He is so full of himself. He'll get eaten up in the NFL. Unless he gets a giant slice of humble pie and comes to Jesus. But I, I just... What happens if then Jordan Love fails? And I think that's another fear of the organization as well. I mean, you can't let fear drive your decisions, nor, like myself, you can't let nostalgia drive your decisions either. I just know that when you have greatness in the room, you keep greatness in the room as long as you can, unless you have greatness waiting. And if they knew they had greatness waiting, they would have made the move. They would have already done it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up. Stay tuned back after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. Now here's Mike Clemens. The Cincinnati Bengals will be on the practice field today getting ready to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead for the AFC Championship game. Bengals center Ted Karras injured his knee in their win over the Bills, but says he and his teammates will be ready to play by Sunday. Just so many great guys in here that gritted it out. Defense holds Josh Allen at 10 points just to move on to for a chance of the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Let's go. Despite missing three starters, the Bengals offensive line allowed only one sack on quarterback Joe Burrow against the Bills defensive front. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. Yeah, to rush for over 170 yards, to handle the noise the way they did, to protect Joe the way that they did, I thought our offensive line was outstanding. The last time the Chiefs lost a game was December 4th against the Bengals in Cincinnati. Since then, Kansas City has won six in a row. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Everybody's locked in right now. I think if you looked at that team out there, you saw everybody communicating uh, very well. Coach team on all three phases. And when we play like that, we give ourselves a really good chance of winning. And Aaron Rodgers says he'll be golfing in a Pebble Beach tournament next month, taking some time off before he decides on his football career. Rodgers on the McAfee Show says trade talks are premature, but... You never know. I mean, anytime there's a situation where change is possible, what's the old adage, you know, that people want to say, oh, the grass isn't always greener, you know, on the other side. And I always say, the grass is green where you water it. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show continues on. We are hopeful. 
to get a good crowd tonight. Wednesday night, we're going to be uh, live out at the New Berlin Alehouse tonight, 6 to 8. The Bill Michaels Huddle is back, so come on out and say hi. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Lux Golf Bays. Yeah, the snow's flying. That's okay. That's okay. They have heated bays. They open year-round. Open year-round. LuxGolfBays.com. That is LuxGolfBays.com. You can still go get your swing on. LuxGolfBays.com. Check it out in Franklin, Wisconsin, and they are beautiful. you got televisions. You have the bar. You have food. There's not much more you could want, and all you got to do is go work on your game or just take a group outing, a corporate outing, whatever it happens to be. Go have some fun. Lux, L-U-X-E, Lux Golf Bags. Lux, Lux Golf Bays. By the way, the final results, it's gone final now. Um, The fans have spoken uh, on the Keep Rogers or Trade Rogers on Twitter. 68% say trade them, uh, 32% say keep them. It went final on Twitter. Uh, There was a lot of people that chimed in in many different facets, including the Bud Light live stream as well. So uh, I I did kind of make a note of it, and it was very similar on both of them. On both sides, it was very similar. So, yeah, it's it's, it's very similar. Uh, my buddy Gerard, listening to us in Delaware, says the show has become popular from friends who are now Jets fans in New York and New Jersey. Uh, he said, and he can't make that up. He said, people are listening. Peep, say hello to all of our friends on the East Coast listening to us. Hi, all. Look, I don't care if you're a Jets fan, a Giants fan. I don't care if you're a Rangers fan. Doesn't matter to me. If you're listening and hanging out with us, thank you. Thank you for chiming in. We appreciate that. No Eagles fans, though. Not allowed. Uh, we can bring in Eagles fans. I was thinking more of <laughs> Northeast, like New York and Jersey, and uh, I get some Patriots fans that chime in uh, every now and then that live up in uh, the Maine and New England area and Boston area. So we do get that. We do get people from Philly. Uh, yes, we do. They're entrenched with the whip down there, though. They love the whip. Right, WIP? That is what I've heard, yes. Okay. By the way, they uh, Vincent says, uh, don't don't get yourself excited. Nick Foles is still garbage. <laughs> That's unnecessary. That's a kick to the crotch, isn't it? <laughs> I mean. Oh, man. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Oh, this is from Margo. Uh, by the way, Margo's listening in Nashville, Tennessee. Says, I would hate to see Aaron Rodgers traded. I would love to see him retire a Green Bay Packer, not have to come back for one of those one-day contracts, but walk off the field for the last time as a Green Bay Packer and hopefully with a trophy hoisted high. That would be a storybook ending. Margo, I agree. Love it. Uh, Meta listening to us in the bluegrass state of Kentucky, the home, by the way, of one Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem for the Super Bowl this year just in case you didn't know. Uh, Meta says, uh, I'd love to see Green Bay uh, keep Aaron Rodgers, him give some of that money back, and go find a real wide receiver to help coach up the young guys rather than just having Cobby do it. Um, what else do we have here for you? We got all kinds of stuff flying in today. It's good stuff. Uh, who do we got? We got uh, Christopher's in D.C. Said it's not just Zabin country anymore. My buddy Steve Zabin over on uh, uh, 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. And we keep texting each other back and forth uh, to do the show, and it, it just it we, we just keep missing each other. It'll happen. It'll happen at some point. Maybe we do it, uh, well, I don't think he's in town this week, but maybe we do it maybe next week for our last one out at Fox's. So we'll see. 
Uh, Watcher says, Watcher, you are the most negative SOB on the face of the earth. He ain't going to give money back. LOL, you people are, or are you people serious? Uh, we're only taking him at his word. And maybe it's not giving money back, but maybe it's giving you a break or avoidable years. Yeah, then you can do that. In essence, you are giving the team a break. I mean, he said it, not us. We're not making it up. He said it. He said, in, in like, yeah, if I come back, I, you know, there's going to have to be a, an adjustment, I think is what he said. An adjustment. Then he talked about, you know, voidable years and such within his contract. He's the one that said it, not us. There you go. Smoke him if you got him. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. We got a lot more to get to. Pete Doherty today. Bill Huber today. You and I today. Tonight we're going to be out at the New Berlin Ale House. Oh, we got so much more to go. So much more. Holy crap! We got a lot to do. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 